Did you know that the zombie version of the Incredible Hulk comes with an incredible hunger and the Herald of Galactus learned this when the undead Hulk wasn't lacking in strength when he bit the Silver Surfer's head viciously off in Marvel Zombies. Even the power cosmic couldn't protect him against the zombified Hulk. Hello and welcome to episode 297 of Under the Call of MS, a Mad Manipod episode. Our favorite day of the week, Monday's here again. We get to open this big beautiful book that the All Reds made and get back to our stories of Madman. Let's see where we left off. We're getting on to issue two of the first three trades of Madman. And we start off with Madman taking a break in the woods, emptying his bladder. <laughs> Just hopped off his bike and decided to Water the woods. They must be getting dry. And the story begins. The concept of time gives me the willies. Seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months. Jesus Christ gets born and the world starts counting. Years. How did they get everyone to agree on that? Who first started counting time anyway? I should have paid more attention in school. Shouldn't we all have? It's like we didn't give a shit when we were younger, most of us. Now that we're older, it's like, yeah, I wish I would have paid more attention to certain things, but a little late now. <laughs> can always learn new stuff as you get older. But, but, shoo, but. Getting a bit gamey, I think. Maybe I did pay attention in school. He goes pushing his bike up a hill. Goes past the Butte Drive-In Theater. It's like, Butte, are they in Montana? I wonder now. Now I must find out. But on the Drive-In Theater screen screening list, it says... Karn Valo Souls and Brain Hat who will d d d <laughs> so I'm sure it's Carnival of Souls. Um not sure what the other one would have been. Brain hat Wolden D. I just remember. Or I just can't remember. I wonder if I was a good student. I got a bunch of fluorescent light glare on the words. Word balloons here, so excuse me if I screw a few things up. Time only creates anxiety. How is time significant to me, anyway? What if I never find Dr. Flem? What if we don't bring Dr. Biofard back to life? What can Mr. Mondstadt 
do with the secrets of life and death anyway? Rule the world? I think not. Well, could he? What if time stopped right now? Would anyone ever know the difference? The theater is pretty tore up, run down. Probably went out years ago. Has a big rip in the screen. Fencing's all trashed. Madman's looking around. Climbing ladders. Trying to find some things. Looking off into the distance. There's a cabin. That has to be Dr. Flem's place. Hey, what are you doing? Yike! Someone just happened to pull his ladder away. And Madman goes tumbling to the ground. Stop! Oh, Lordy. Knock the wind out of me. Wait, who are you? Settle down. I just want to talk to you. The guy goes running off. Oh, the character goes running off. It's our little friend, the blistered up, pimply character that's wandering the woods and kind of following Madman around. Gets his arm caught up in some barbed wire. And it rips his arm from his flesh. Your arm. Don't run away. Let me help you. As Madman grabs the arm and it just kind of like melts into his hands. <laughs> just all decaying flesh. Goes running up to a cabin. The cabin he's seen from high above. Looks deserted. Look at all that junk. What may I ask do you want? Whoa, hey, I'm just looking for someone. A Dr. Flem, is that you? Yes, I am Dr. Gillespie Flem. What do you want? And why are you wearing that ridiculous clothing? Please, trust me. I'm a friend of Dr. Biofard. He's dead in my freezer. <laughs> And sent me to find you so you could bring him back to life. A big creepy guy named Mondstadt has his journals on life and death. I burned part of one and threw it in the sewer. But we need to get the others from him. Hmm, yes, Mondstadt. I started that project with Biofard, but I left when I saw the evil deeds Mondstadt was capable of. I urged Biofard to leave with me. He wouldn't listen to reason. He had become obsessed with the work and Mondstadt's limitless funding. In retrospect, many poor decisions have been made. So he's found the doctor that he was looking for. And now we get to find out if he's going to help him bring the other doctor back to life. Please, wait. 
for me over there. I won't be long. I was just finishing up with something. Then you'll help me? You'll go back to Snap City with me? Yes, of course. As soon as I finish what I started here. Now please, do as I ask. And go wait for me out there. Well, okay, thanks. And this goes, kicks back. Outside, in the grass, reading the catcher in their eye. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing. And why did he want me to wait way over here? I'd better go see. Shroom! Huge explosion happens. The cabin, doors go flying, stuff explodes. Man-Man runs to the cabin. Dr. Flam! Dr. Flam! Where are you? Hmm. The infection is still spreading towards my head. The bathtub was unpleasant, but sufficient protection from the explosion. Now to check the new serum. What's wrong with your skin? Don't touch me. The chemicals emitted from the blast have partially dissolved my protective clothing. Stay back. I could be infectious. My suit was designed to slow down the spread of the infection to my head. So we find out that this poor bastard is the guy who's been following Madman around in the woods. The guy that's got pimples all over himself or a character that looks exactly like him. <laughs> as we will find out more as we go on with the story here. Get deeper into it. My cells are unstable. Perhaps this is all hopeless after all. Let me help you. Just tell me what to do. In that cabinet, you should find some chemically treated bandages. Throw them to me. They will slow down the spread of infection. If you truly wish to help me, you must listen to me and do everything I tell you without question. Can you agree to that? Yes. My research took me in a different direction than Biofard cloning. Only now do I see Biofard's wisdom. I am close to perfecting a serum to control the abnormal cell growth. <laughs> One of the clones bit me, infecting me. The infection has spread over my entire body, from the neck down. Several of the clones have disintegrated from too much exposure to the sun. So he's got this freaky little clone of himself. <laughs> Let's have crawled across the ground, grabbed him by the leg, bit him in the leg. And then you see him scooping up some goop outside from other clones that disappeared in the, kind of like decayed in the sun, dissipated in the sun. <laughs> This is why we don't clone things, kids. So uh, you clone stuff, and the poor thing's alive for a second, and all of a sudden it explodes and turns into a bunch of goo. <laughs> it's like we should not play God. 
with other living beings. All right, back to the story. The remaining four have taken refuge in Tin Mountain Mine. They must either be saved or destroyed. Just tell me what to do, Dr. Flem, and I'll do it. Without question? Yeah, sure, without question. And Madman's not, he'll just do his job. He's not worried about all the other crap along with it. He's not surprised with what's going on. He's used to all kinds of strange things happening. Let the guy help you out. I plan for the following procedure. My assistant is not here to help me. So I will give you these simple step-by-step instructions. Follow them precisely. This solution must be diluted with two to three parts water. What are we going to do? You gave me your word without question. Obviously, we'll need to catch at least one of my clones. But first, you must sever my head from my body. Well, okie doke. <laughs> I love all madman. Just no problem. No questions asked. I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> if I die, stick me in a freezer. <laughs> if I tell you, chop my head off. It's... <laughs> He's so easy going. Doesn't mind. Doesn't care what the outcome is. He's like, not going to question it. He's going to go ahead and do his job. Do what he's told. (laughs) All right. Last chance to change your mind, Dr. Flem. (laughs) Or or change your mind. There must be no more hesitation. Do it now. And he swings the axe back. Swings it down with all his strength. And plop. The head goes rolling right into a bucket of water. I found Dr. Flem, but I can't believe what I've done. What has happened? What I'm doing? I feel like swearing. Cussing a little. But I've never been good at that. Man, this is nuts. This is nuts. This is nuts. He does what he's told. Grabs the tools. Does what's on the list. I gotta tell you, Dr. Flem. Your handwriting isn't the easiest to read. Which isn't a good thing. If you want instructions done right, you should probably write it out nicely or have the person write it out. As you tell them the instructions so they all get done right. So you don't want to screw things up. That should do it. All done, Dr. Flem. Dr. Flem? As he flicks the glass around Dr. Flem's head. Dr. Flem. Oh, no. No. Please. No. I killed again. I'll never know who or what I am. I let this nut talk me into killing him. As he's holding on to the glass ball with the head inside. <laughs> Dr. Flem's just sitting there with his tongue hanging out like a dead deer in the headlights. Boop. All of a sudden, there's some bubbles coming from Dr. Flem's mouth. Inside the ball. 
Dr. Flem, you're all right. You're alive. Yes, yes. Now, be careful. Put down the receptor. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was reading that in Madman voice. Now, yes, yes. Now, be careful. Put down the receptacle. Science and how it relates to the universe and its creation is a mysterious and beautiful thing. Our minds hold all the keys. Science is merely the art of finding which key fits which locks. Everything is possible. Boy, I'll say. Time to catch a clone. Yes, Tin Mine Mountain is virtually hollow. The mountain's natural caverns and the mining have made it so. I'm confident we can catch a clone and test the serum. Make make a snack for yourself as well. We don't know how long we'll have to be in there. You really think they'll like the peanut butter and honey sandwiches? Oh, indeed. It's their favorite, as well as mine. You know, you ought to do something about these ants. Perhaps, but I usually only summer here. There's ants all over the food table. And man, man's surprisingly squatch, squatching him. Squash, squashing one. And then there's one tiny ant that's saying, The hoarder! I think that's a, or the horror. That's what he's saying as Madman squashes one of the ants. It's like, poor ant wasn't doing nothing. Madman just squashes them. That's not cool. I think Madman was like that. My vehicle can take us part of the way into the mountain. And they go cruising up on his Dr. Flem's golf cart. Up to the little mine in the mountain. Go cruising down the mine shaft. Down the railway. To a cliff that's kind of broken away. Train tracks run to an ending there. Are you sure I can't use my flashlight? It would only alert them to our presence. Your eyes will adjust. The mountain has many openings that provide adequate light. Hey, I think we're running out of road. Leave the vehicle here. We'll have to continue on foot. Well, you'll have to continue on foot. (laughs) Get it? Because he has to carry Dr. Flem's head. How far do you think we'll have to go in? It's difficult to say. I think them... I left them food near the entrance at first when they were lucid. They've since become erratic. And unpredictable. I think we might have more than erratic behavior to worry about. The one I ran into today was downright violent. He tried to push me off a ladder. The negative aspect of the cloning process is the almost instant creation and growth of a human adult. This, of course, makes a creature that is confused in need of guidance. 
Excuse me. A little dry throat starting up. Their decaying bodies can't be helping their confidence either. A very keen observation, my friend. Lack of self-esteem is the root to many of society's problems. You're a smart guy, Dr. Flem. Being clones of you, what do you suppose they're doing with all their spare time? Valuable information I don't have. If only I could have conducted my experiments under proper conditions. Opportunities to learn are so often missed. You know, it's a bit chilly down here. Your assistant loaned me a jacket, but I left it at the cabin. Wowee, it looks like you've got some pretty creative clones. As we see a huge opening in the cavern, we got some planets, homemade planets dangling from the ceiling of, of the cave. That the clones must have put together to show a depiction of of uh, our solar system. I'm sorry, I'm going through a burp attack here all of a sudden. Alright. You must be proud. How do you suppose they made those planet things? Curious behavior indeed. They had shown an intense interest in astronomy as my assistant could attest. Eee! No! No! <laughs> That's a girl down there. Take me with you. Over here. This way. We'll help you. Over here. What's wrong? Help me. Oh, please help me. They're right behind me. As she sees Dr. Flem's head and shrieks out, Don't be afraid. We want to help you. Tell us what happened. <laughs> yeah, this poor blonde woman's half naked in a cave. <laughs> it's like... The madman just acts all casual. It's okay. We're going to take care of you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> ah! Oh! They kidnapped me. The, 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 they're after me. Quick, up the rope. We'll put some distance between us and them. And he helps her onto the rope, and they start climbing the rope. And a rock hits madman's hand. It's whack. And he drops Dr. Flem's head and it falls to the ground and sploosh! Explodes all over the place. And then a bunch of new interesting things start to happen. But I think we're going to leave it right there today. I think we're going to end it right there on a cliffhanger. So you're going to have to find out what happened to Dr. Flem's head. Who threw the rock? Who this girl is? Why she's running through here half naked? 
are they going to stop the creatures of the night? <clears throat> the Dr. Flemaclones? Flemaclones or Flem Cologne? I don't know. I can't think of a good name for Dr. Flem's clones. But yeah, you'll have to tune in next week to find out what's happening with these bubble-filled, infested, scary-looking, blistered-up people that he cloned from himself and see what's going to happen now that his head case exploded and shattered. And Is his head going to die now because it doesn't have an atmosphere to survive in? Is the girl possibly Dr. Flem's assistant, maybe? Or is she just a woman that decided to go out in her nighty sleepwalking <laughs> into a cave? We will have to tune in next week. Same madman time. Same madman channel. Next week for Mad Manipod Monday. And we'll get back to this awesome, wonderful, fun book full of great stories and it's like i don't know how much madman stuff i i did not and when you look at this i was kind of expecting some other all red stuff included not to just have this much uh madman only stuff in here so, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that I did not know about that's out there that I am going to learn about once we get a little deeper into this very heavy, very big, awesome, wonderful book called The Mad Maniverse Library, Volume 1. Get yours now so you can follow along as we read because I obviously jump around during the storylines. So yeah. Might get confused what's actual storyline, what's actual, what's just me blabbering things out. But I will end that story read there. We'll leave the book alone for a second. And then I'm going to get right back to you right after this with another little all read thing that I read recently. And we'll talk about that in just a bit okay the reason i had that little thing about that information about hulk and silver fur silver silver firster silver fister silver surfer in the beginning was uh because i came across another all red silver surfer comic number five which has the hulk getting his butt whooped by the Silver Surfer, smacking him with the surfboard on the cover. It says, anywhere and everywhere, hang on, Silver Surfer. But, yeah, checked out this one, came across that. I don't know why I didn't have it in my pile with the rest of them. Last week when I read those. But, that's all right. Reread the basics again. Chosen by Galactus to be his herald and imbued with the power cosmic. Norrin Rad from the planet Zenla. Zenla. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it said Zena. 
became the Silver Surfer. Now freed from his servitude to the World Eater, the Silver Surfer travels the spaceways on a mission of heroism and discovery. Born to a couple of very nice people in the small town of Anchor Bay, Massachusetts, a young girl in love with her hometown grew up to be Don Greenwood, co-manager of the Greenwood Inn, that is, until she was kidnapped by aliens. Together, the Silver Surfer and Dawn conquered cosmic villainy and saved the day. When Surfer returned to Dawn, or returned Dawn to her home, unusual things began happening. Something was wrong, and when Surfer tried to leave the Earth, he found he was trapped. Meanwhile, Doctor Strange and Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Hulk, were making their way towards the Greenwood Inn. But to what end? This is another enjoyable story. And starts out with the surfer being a little dickish to Don. And he's being kind of stalked. And you can understand a little bit why he's acting the way he is in here. And we get to go... A little deeper into the storyline and find out what's happening. And we get a lot of characters with deceiving little appearances, uh, covering up things so the normal humans won't see the superheroes and what's going on. Especially the Hulk, he's kind of hard, hard to hide. When he's not in banner form. But along the way we get some stuff going on that ends up destroying Dawn's home. <laughs> and takes them into like a cosmic, intercosmic type of alien uh, realm. That Doctor Strange, the Hulk, Silver Surfer, and Dawn Greenwood all have to deal with and try and figure out. And along the way, we find out that Nightmare's kind of in control of all of this. And unless the one character that's not sleeping doesn't find Nightmare and wake Nightmare, it could end the rest of the world. So you got to find out who is going to hopefully save us and is the one person that isn't asleep while Nightmare is taking a little nap and that apparently when Nightmare sleeps the rest of the the rest of the world around him also sleeps and can basically destroy all of existence around him if he doesn't wake from his dreaming slumber. But yeah, this was another fun one by Dan Slott, Michael Allred, and Laura Allred. Another one of the Silver Surfer runs. Which I am still enjoying and hoping I can pick up the Ones I am missing along the way. 
And say that's why I was kind of surprised with the madman having so many things that are just madman related. Because I know I, I and I do have a good variety of madman graphic novels and stuff and comics, but it's like when I it just amazes me when I look at this first issue of the book, it's like there's gonna be six of these. It's a it's a lot of material in there. But definitely worth it, worth picking up. I'm going to end this off with a little, we'll do a little pickles. See what Muffin and Roscoe are up to and see if Opal and Earl can behave with each other. Yeah. Fix something here. All right. Let's see what we got here. We got Roscoe. Oh, Muffin. The cat. Is laying on. Someone's chair. And his dot balloon says. The noble feline. Surveys her domain. Okay, she so Muffin is a female. Her tawny coat blends in with the background, making her virtually invisible. Then <laughs> you see Opal go to sit down in her chair and meow. <laughs> Camouflage isn't all it's cracked up to be. Opal's like, oops. <laughs> she sat on the poor cat. That's what Muffin gets for trying to blend in with the furniture. And we got one with Roscoe here. Chow time, Roscoe. And he is running in place as fast as he can, slipping on the tile floor of the kitchen. Kind of loses control, flips a little bit, and ends up on his face down on his belly. Dogs hate freshly waxed floors. It's like hardwood floors, tile floors, all that. It just never was never good for pets, but it's always fun watching them sliding across them or trying to run in place. All right, we got Earl sitting reading his paper in his chair. It says whoosh. See the cat go flying right past him. His paper goes flying up in the air. And there's papers all over his face and covering him up, his whole body and everything. And you see his word thing. I taught, I taught, I putty tat. Someone's got a lawsuit there. <laughs> hey, we can do three more. We'll give it. We got Opal sleeping away in her chair, kind of kicked back a little bit. The cat's sleeping kind of on her toes, right at her feet. And all of a sudden, her recliner kicks open, and her feet go up, and the cat goes flinging in the air. <laughs> and the cat comes down from the air and lands right on Earl's head. Opal, this cat is getting too darn frisky. 
Uh, all right. Yeah, Opal. She's got Muffin the cat in her arms. She's walking up to Earl, who's sitting in his chair. Earl, does Muffin look particularly fat to you? <laughs> the word word balloon coming from Muffin says, "Look who's talking, Lardo." <laughs> Let's catch these guys. Welcome to WKRB Telemarketer. How are you going to try and ruin someone's life today? <laughs> they hang up so fast. All right. So the cat's word balloon says, look who's talking, Lardo. <laughs> After she picks on the cat for being fat. Earl looks at the cat. Yep. She's looking rather porky, isn't she? Say, you don't think. Then Opal says, I think so. She's got that glow that comes with impending motherhood. Earl says, you sure it's not the glow that comes from eating an, eating an entire box of cookies? As he's looking into an empty box of cookies. <laughs> Cats aren't supposed to have chocolate. It's bad for cats and dogs. All right, one last one. We got Roscoe the dog sniffing. and He's got the lid off a cookie jar, and he's sniffing in it. Sticks his head into the jar. Tail's wagging like crazy. And then Opal's walking around, scratching her head. Now, where did that cookie jar go? As she hears some bumping going on. She turns her head and... Here's Roscoe the dog with the cookie jar stuck to his head and he's bouncing it against her. <laughs> uh, animals, they're such fun. All right, we're going to end it there today, kitties. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoy the show. Stay ganchy. Have fun. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Keep a smile on your face. All else fails. Just think like madman would. Just let your mind go. Enjoy everything around you. Have fun with it. We'll get back to you again soon. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.